I'm not too big going to uh, sporting events because, you know, I'd rather be watching, you know, my favorite squad in my own personal zen. But they had a big game into town last weekend. Tennessee came pull up to play LSU and I had to check it out. And this brings me to my next point. Bruh, it's just not for me going to games, bruh. My whole little experience just was kind of awkward, though, but the game was hella gas. But between a black man behind me gassing up old boy from Tennessee, and how could I forget his name? Because he gassed him up every time when he was dribbling, every time before he shot, every time he made a shot, that boy Admiral Schofield, the boy behind me, kept gassing him. That boy did give us 30. Also, too, the little kids in front of me, bruh. Them ball kept standing the whole damn time. Like, it just was a bit OD. And they doing all the little dance, the, all the little white kids do. They kept doing the two little dances, like the little backpack dance and the other little weird dance. And the thing that took the goddamn cake, old boy next to me was just so goddamn raunchy, the little 12-year-old dude. He smelled like a damn muskrat. He smelled like a goddamn raggy polishy shoe with. He smelled like milk that was four days expired. He smelled like your cousin that been to the barbecue all day. That ball stunk, man. I don't think going to sporting events is for me, man. I'm gonna stick to TV. <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man Aldo Nice. It's your boy Rosh Move. Uh, one time, one time, before we even get started, this podcast is brought to you by my man CAP, aka Loose. Loose? Loose? Loose. I think loose. we're calling him Loose now. Loose. Yeah, man, that boy gonna be back real soon, but um, this podcast is definitely brought to you by CAP. Uh, what, what, wasn't we talking about this Saturday that we was watching the game and we saw Rumble was at the game? I did see that. I saw Shiggy score 30 on, uh, on LSU too. That's <laughs> no, crazy. that Shout wasn't show. Admiral Schofield. Couldn't Admiral Schofield was the one who looked like black youngster. Oh, okay. So Shiggy didn't, so, but Shiggy is the SEC player of the year. Yeah, that's the that's SEC what player said. of the year. That's, um, but Sean Arsenal slash Shiggy. But uh, but uh, but uh, Lion Williamson is who you're talking about. <laughs> with a with a touch of a whole bunch of different people. Tennessee had a whole bunch of people who look like people on their team. Let's just put it like that. People who look like a, a mix of people, cutting um celebrities, big celebrities. Rumble, he he's talking about a phenomenon that's really um. And if we've never said this before, I don't know if we've ever made this clear to anybody. We listen to that Rumble live on air. That's never like we never listen to that two days before and figure out what we're gonna say. It's just I want I want the we need the initial reaction of hearing the stuff that goes on through Rumble's mind. Um, I wonder if that man was. Could you tell Raj by the um the videos that he was putting on Snap or IG, like where his seat was approximately at? No, because I didn't see his I didn't see his uh his Snap or uh, or IG. What'd you see? I didn't. How'd you know he was there? I just saw he was at. I saw he was at the game. I don't quite remember exactly where he was sitting at, but he looked like he had pretty decent seats. Oh, he I don't remember exactly. It was a pit, a still where picture. Where it was at? Yeah, I saw a still picture. I don't remember seeing any videos. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean it. It it makes sense. Um, I, which I will. Let me say something. Let me say something about it. So I do agree with him. 
I don't like going to games either. I don't like going to live sporting events at all. I don't really like going to concerts that much. Like I, I rather watch it from home. Of course, I, not concerts per se, but sporting events. Much rather watch a Saints game from the confines of my own zen. I'm, I've never used that word before. I'm going to it. disagree with you. I think that it ultimately depends on the sport. I feel like football is made for TV, and that's why it's the number one sport in America. And I feel like basketball as well. I like to watch that on TV because it's just a different vibe. You can see everything. You can see the replays and everything. I can't watch baseball on TV. God, like I, it's way more fire to watch a baseball game live. I'm gonna I'm actually shorten up your sentence a little bit. I can't watch baseball. <laughs> no, hold, stop Period. here, man. This podcast is brought to you by Jay Mitch, man. When Jared come in town, I go to the games and I will watch the whole game, and it's fun. And how many how many times you went to the Sugarland Skeeters without Jared? A bunch of times because though that's actually the closest stadium to my house, the closest baseball team to my house. So yeah, a bunch of times while you bullshit. Touche. I I actually since I've been living in Denver have gone to two Rockies games, mm-hmm. and I'd much rather be out and about around you know like a nice Rockies weekend, like when they have gotcha. a game and people watching the game like in, at the bar and shit like that. You know, like I'd rather go, I'd rather be downtown because the stadium's downtown, like most other stadiums. I'd rather be downtown watching the game. Or, or not even watching the game, just enjoying the festivities of a game of a game surrounding. Well, I think that's what I get out of the Skeeters games and just baseball in general, but more specifically the Skeeters game, because it's real cheap admission. Like those games might be 15 bucks to get in and then you can drink and walk around and enjoy everything else that's going on in that clown with your friends, whatever. I feel the same way about uh, Houston Dynamo games, the soccer games. It'd be Fun, couldn't we be in the stadium drinking beer and go Dynamo? Let's go Dynamo! Like it's it's fun to turn up at the the soccer game too. I think well, certain glad, sports are um, fun. Yeah, I and and I feel you. And maybe it's something that I'll pay a little closer attention to in the future. But as of right now, I don't like going to sporting events. I don't like baseball okay. that much. I don't like. I don't think baseball is a spectator sport. Okay. Um, I don't really like for me. I don't want to watch a baseball game, so that's one thing. Basketball is more fun than being at a football game because I don't know if you know the statistic, but there's only 11 minutes of actual gameplay in a football game. Like you, you, you don't realize that watching the game, but subliminally it's there. So football games are boring to me. It makes sense uh, when you just said that because if you like record a football game and then fast forward through it, you fast forward in most of the game. Right. So. And then you know any other sport I haven't really I haven't really experienced, but I much rather if I much rather watch I, my favorite team to watch is the Saints. Yeah, and I much rather watch the Saints at my house. But what if you had the little white boys doing the two dances that they do? I'm assuming one of them is flossing. Can we agree with that? That that's what, probably one of the dances he was referring to. It was the floss right? Definitely. One of them had to be flossing. The other one had to be that little dance, you know, where it's like kind of you do the little leg motion where you dipping down. And then you turn your arms over and back, over and back. You know what I'm yeah, talking Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that one's called. We need to figure out what that one's called. Yeah, but I know little kids do it. <laughs> so I'm assuming, I don't even think that's a, just white kids. I think every kid does those. Yeah, no, I do it. <laughs> so You might have been doing it on yeah. the Best Friend Weekend Houston video. It is definitely there. I de- I, it's there. I uh, <laughs> What I think about it, I don't, I don't like, uh, I mean, just, I think it's real cool when people 
period, can dance. So if somebody was doing either one of those dances, regardless of their race, if they were doing those dances and they look cool doing it, then I'm cool with it. But if they was just kind of, I don't know, like just out of whack and being stupid, like a lot of college students are, then it would it would have annoyed me, especially oh, me being in that wow. in that group. When he said little white boys, I thought he meant children, children. Maybe he said that. He might have meant college students. Well, I would imagine if children were standing up in front of him, like how old are these children to be standing up in front of Rumble to where he couldn't enjoy the game? Yeah, they got to be. If it was a six-year-old, you know, like if it was a six to to ten-year-old, that that kid shouldn't bother Rumble. But what if they thirteen? Like, that's not going to bother fourteen. Me. Then he might not be a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like college students, if you, I mean, you're on a college campus all the time. Um, they don't, they look younger and younger than me every year. So 13 don't necessarily <laughs> look like the same 13 it used to look like. Shout out R. Kelly. That's your favorite thing about college girls, huh? We get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> they stay the same age. Hey, man. Um, yeah, shout out Rumble. As always, man. Hey. Best Friend Weekend Phase 2.22 was an outstanding event. I was going to say it's a Man. movie because people say that all the time. I didn't want to say it was a movie, but it was an outstanding event. Raj, give me your thoughts, man. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I think Best Friend Weekend Weekend 2.22 was. I think Best Friend Weekend Weekend 2.22 was low-key Best Friend Weekend Weekend 3. Like... <laughs> I <laughs> like, for real. With the amount of finances and fun we had... It might have been best friend weekend three, definitely. Like I, I'm, I'm not afraid to call it that. I'm glad, I'm glad we're calling it what we called it because I think two point two two is a way cooler number than like two point five or three because two is my favorite number. Okay. Um. So I'm real, I'm real cool with calling it that, and then, you know, hopefully, but I mean, that mean that best friend weekend weekend part three has to be. I mean, retarded for real. It's gonna be outstanding. The it groundwork is already laid. It's going to be outstanding. But the thing about why Best Friend Weekend 3, I think, is going to be outstanding and every Best Friend Weekend going forward from here is because I think we have almost what I would refer to as, uh, I mean, almost a mailing list of people who have been to Best Friend Weekends in the different cities we've done it, whether it be the LA time, which was Best Friend Weekend Phase 0, um, Denver, Best Friend Weekend Part Phase 1, which was really Part 6. Um, Atlanta, Best Friend Weekend 2, Phase 2, and then Houston, Point 2-2. We have so many people who've attended events that we've had at Best Friend Weekend, who've had a good time, who've asked, when are we going to do the next one? That we have probably a robust like list of people that we're going to say, hey, look, this is the next Best Friend Weekend. Give them enough time, and we're going to have the people showing up. And you know what? People is what you need to have a good time. We people, pe We're people persons. And if we have people, Raj, you know me, you, Los, we having fun. People. I think I think for the sake of it, I think for the sake of it, um, it's gotten better every single time. Um, and and it's gotten more well attended. Like I like we've 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 attracted more people every single time. Um, so I do wholeheartedly believe like I have a lot of faith. I have a lot of faith in 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 a best friend weekend potentially becoming fire festival or what fire <laughs> festival was supposed to be absolutely uh, absolutely absolutely yes yes i think the same way i think the same way i think once people get the concept that best friend weekend is a podcast 
And that's a thing. And Best Friend Weekend is a clothing um, hats and t-shirt distributor that you can get Best Friend Weekend gear for you and your best friend when you go on your new Best Friend Weekend as a different thing. But then there's also a third entity that we've always been having in the works, which is the actual Best Friend Weekend Weekend, where you can bring your best friend and you can have a weekend where you're just hanging out. So, and you can party all night. And um, it and it don't matter. And, and nobody want to get it. Everybody want to sit it. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like when you get on the plane, everybody trying to sit and everybody trying to sit. Everybody trying to, everybody trying to sit and everybody by the window. So um, like. <laughs> Whatever the uncle say, we're gonna have to get the uncle on here to clarify. What he say something? He say something? I don't know. No. <laughs> we need to put the we need to put the uh, the best friend weekend song. I don't even know what the name of the song is. Uh, it's called best. It's night. actually called best friend weekend. Okay, well we are gonna put best friend weekend um, on genius just so we can know what he said, and then we can have the the uncle go in there and annotate what the lyrics actually mean. <laughs> Facts. I like that. Big facts. I mean, we haven't dropped this all yet. The uncle's got such a bunch of bangers that we are yeah, speaking gonna... of robust, huh? What? Wait till we drop the uncle's EP on SoundCloud or wherever it is. The uncle's gonna become your favorite artist very soon. So I'm just I'm recapping um our Friday at Eighth Wonder. If somebody would have hit us up and let us know that it was Margarita Day, that might have been a little bit cooler because we could have did margaritas instead of um, the brewery, but that still was fun. Man, the Saturday at the address was lit, and then Litty. Sunday fun day was just it is what it what the name implies. It was you know let's get a bunch of mimosas, let's sell a bunch of hats, let's just we we're in here we're having a good time around people. We're gonna smoke some hookah. We're gonna party all night, and we brought Raj to the airport. I was scared for some days that you never made it back, so I'm happy that you actually got home. Bro, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you that the weekend was crazy. Um, I've I've really never had this feeling on an airplane before. I've definitely had this feeling in my regular bed, but I I put the tray down. I don't know. That's actually something to talk about one day. When I, maybe we can talk about it for a little while right now. I <laughs> I don't know how you sleep on airplanes, but I sleep on the tray. I've ne- no. I, I feel like I'm gonna break the tray. Well, maybe you will. I'm but lying. I won't. I'm lying. I don't think so, it's breaking the tray. I think it's just that leaning forward in that little confined space doesn't feel like it's good for me. Yeah, I mean, you're you're, you're bigger than me, so you don't you can't lean speaking, as much. Speaking as Speaking of in robust. <laughs> speaking of robust. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, I sleep on a tray. So I put the tray down. As soon as like they like, all right, y'all cool to lean back and put the tray yeah. down. Whatever you want to do, uh, I lean back. I always put my seat back the milli inch that they let you put it back. And then I uh, I put the tray down and I went to sleep. And literally it felt like I was asleep. I'm dead serious for two minutes when it was like, hey, oh, welcome to Denver. <laughs> and it's uh, 23 degrees outside. And I was like, what? No way. Like that's, that's the type of tired I was. That's the type of litty it was this weekend. Yeah, like when I got you to the airport, I was kind of scared. I was like, he's might not. But the thing is, when I dropped you, I went back to the L station and drunk more. Shout out. This podcast is brought crazy. to you by Big Q um, and and Damien. They were still there. Damien had, the, had they stole were still a, there. He stole the hookah man's like um, em- embers. And he was like getting the hookah rolling. Yeah, it was just, it was a lot. Yeah, and I, and then then I left there. It was in Midtown. Went get something to eat. I didn't get home till about two, one thirty, two o'clock. I partied That's all crazy. night. It was the best of the best. Sunday fun day went That's all crazy. day. 
Oh. Definitely. I feel like I feel like nothing nothing was really lacking. We called we called Friday Bruise with the crew and I feel like it was a very much so bruise with the crew. Yeah. Like that's what it was, you know, like it wasn't it wasn't a big party live going ham. It was bruise with the crew. We was getting getting ready for the weekend. Yeah. And I and I respected that. And then Sunday, um so shout out to everybody that came through. Um um Sunday was, you know, Kind of, I mean, it was it was the perfect cherry on top. Yeah. The food was delicious, man. Shout out to what's the name of that boy? Was it fifty one fifty? Fifty fifty one. What was it? Fifty fifteen. Fifty. I knew it had. I knew the sequence of. I knew the numbers it had in it. So fifty fifteen. Shout out fifty fifteen, man. Fifty. It was delicious. Um, black owned. I was. I was. I was. I was very satisfied with everything. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It was a time. And uh, next time we do it, we're gonna kind of tease that at the end of this podcast. We we got. We kind of earmarked the date already. We're gonna see how that plays out, and we we've kind of thrown out some ideas for the city. So we'll kind of we'll put it on the podcast. Y'all let us know what y'all thoughts about it, but we're not officially saying anything about Best Friend Weekend Three yet. But it's in the works. Let me recap a little bit about um, just something that happened last week. Let me clarify my wedding talk just real quick. Um, no, sl- somebody told me that slugs felt like they were take no slugs, man. As a matter of fact, just now I got off the phone. This podcast brought to you by Dre Hype. And he was like, yeah, man, you was coming at my neck about Sunday weddings. <laughs> but multiple people told me that. I, like, I listen, the, I hope you got this part out of it. Oh, and Dre Hype said you're invited to anything that he ever throws, and you could come to L.A. anytime. Um, you and Los. Um, oh, well, thank you, Dre Hype. Appreciate that. Um, this podcast is actually brought, out, brought to you by Dre Hype. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Um, just saying, the whole point was that we want to celebrate you if we are coming to your wedding. Therefore, if it's at an inopportune time for us to really turn up and celebrate the way we like to celebrate, usually which is alcohol, like we like to drink to ha- to have a good time. I just like ham. Yeah, that's to go the way that I like to party. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't any slugs or slash thinking, man. I understand, man. One day I'll be in that position where I have to find out why I'm getting married and all of that, and then. That I might be, the yeah. Worst and thing. Saturday might be might cost a million dollars. A million. Sunday might cost a thousand dollars. A billion. You know, <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. Saturday might be a billion. Sunday might be a thousand. Mm-hmm. I might have to. I might have to see what's up with that Sunday. And then I might just, you know, at that point you can make a creative. Oh man, I got married on a big Wednesday. I had a. It was live. We did this. You know, whatever. Who knows? Who knows how these things play out? Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's not the biggest Thanks. thing. Um, let me let me let me get into what burns my boot at this week. Um, um, I, well, I had a whole bunch of things written down over here. That's kind of weird. I had something about oh scrubs, scrubs, scrubs. I saw a, a message today um, from my cousin. He posted it. And he was like, "I bet y'all not gonna post this or something." Or oh, this is what I find sexy. And it was about five or six women, and they all had scrubs on. One of them was holding a baby. One had a computer, and they was all standing like on a, at the steps of a courthouse. And it was supposed to like be like successful, you know, black women. And then I replied, I was like, they probably all receptionists at the front of a dentist office. Oof. And and I got a whole bunch of LOLs. My thing is, why, why do we still? Why do people still believe scrubs are like for successful doctors and nurses? Like, why do people believe that? That burns my booty. 
Oh, I thought she was just just kind of going off the fact that like I I kind of I kind of have a thing for Scrubs. I like Scrubs. But do, I think Scrubs are when you see Scrubs, do you automatically think success? I think nurse, <laughs> which is which is lies people tell. <laughs> Shit. No, but I mean, I don't. I'm, it could be. I I think I, I see a broad spectrum because whenever I see a nigga in a suit, I don't necessarily think success. Mm-hmm. Like I just think, oh, that brother put a suit on today. Maybe it, it, I think the I think the accessories go along. So if I see somebody with scrubs and um a thesis a teth, what is it what's a scope that's yeah. why can't I say that a word stethoscope stethoscope if I see scrubs and a stethoscope then um maybe I might assume doctor or if I see if I see a suit in like a square leather briefcase then maybe I think success or businessman you know so I don't think it's the scrubs when I see scrubs and just plain I think nurse and I think that that can be a nurse no slug uh at the nursing home or it could be a nurse that's like a practitioner, you know. Or I, it could I, be I somebody could be. sitting at the house with old people late at night. And I, I was kind of harping on that with the with the <laughs> nursing home thing. <laughs> it could, it could be, yeah, it could be it could be that too. It could be somebody. Okay. Anyway, so this kind of rolls into my next what burns my booty. Another thing that burns my booty is people who wear their occupational clothes to bars. Hmm. Two or more hours after work is over. And how would you know? Because like, I want because two hours ago. Because I don't care. So let me just say that. Two after 7 p.m. I don't care what time you got off. I don't care if you're a doctor and you just took out two spleens and delivered four babies and you got off at 8:30 p.m. Don't pull up to the bar with you with your scrubs on at nine. Don't do it. No. So no. I don't think you should ever pull up to the bar in your scrubs. Never. So what I'm really talking um, about is the is the uh, I I don't care if you just litigated seven cases and you just got an escorting acquittal. Don't come to the bar at nine fifteen with your whole work attire on with your work suit. What if it's what if they take the jacket off? Okay. Sure. Sure. It needs to feel authentic because some. It's, so many times I feel like it's inauthentic, right? I think when people, when I see people like that, they're, they're posing. No, you're not coming from work. It's 9.15. And they don't be coming like, no, I just don't believe, I don't believe these people. I need more people. No, I, you know, I don't, I don't like it either. I think especially if you wear a uniform, <laughs> like you shouldn't be out in your AT&T Office uniform. Max. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like that. I do have a. I will say this though. I always thought this was kind of player, but I think the times have changed. Um, you know, you got your OG cousins and whatnot that always kind of put you on game. But like, I feel like OGness kinds of kind of changes over the years. My cousin, I had a cousin that used to work at the post office, and he told me he used to get so much attention on campus. He used to go walk the campus. He was about he was about you know college age as well. Um, in his post office uniform. Well, that's different. He's, I think that that's he's cool. He's not going like, to the bar, though. I'm not doing that. He's not going to the bar. I saw a dude today I mean, with a fly. You don't think it's kind of peacocking? With, I saw a dude today had a fly post office long sleeve daddy with some shorts on in front of a school today. Like, he got out that thing. He had, like, some little player socks with some, um, it wasn't Yeezys, but it was, like, some nice kicks. I don't remember what he Some Adidas, but it was nice. Mm. And some shorts, some post office shorts with a long sleeve 
post office daddy. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. his his swag is, is that's dope. So I could see that. It's different, Raj. It's different. I think you can peacock on campus. I don't want you peacocking in your work outfit. Kind of, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. So if if the same fly dude was at the at the happy hour, now let's not even say the happy hour. Happy hour just ended. Say if he goes to when the happy hour just ended in his dope ass postal <laughs> uniform with the with the NMDs on. How you look is is that does that fall in? Does he burn you? I feel your like I feel like the post office don't stay open later than five, and he should go change. You got time to change because it's nine o'clock now. But does it would it burn your booty? <sighs> Maybe I'm sounding like a hater right now. Maybe. I just don't particularly like it. Okay? And maybe I'm, I feel you. And maybe, feel and maybe you. More, at the end of the day, I'm saying all of this, and maybe it's just suits. Maybe that's what bothers me. Maybe I feel like anytime I see somebody with a suit out late at night, they're lying. You're lying. Hmm. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I do I do see it sometimes, and maybe maybe it was an event. Maybe it could have been an event. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I, I usually give them the benefit of the doubt. So another thing that burns my boot at is they got a dude named Billy Porter. I don't know if you, you um, Rod, you might Google it right now. Billy Porter showed up to um, the Oscars this week. And he had a, a tuxedo dress on. Tuxedo up top. Big flowing velveteen dress down bottom. I didn't know how I knew Billy Porter, but then I remembered. I saw, I looked real close. I was like, oh, that dude was on American Horror Story. Um, I was looking online and it was like a whole bunch of backlash, like emasculating black men. Why you got to put black men in a dress? Blah, blah, blah. What burns my boot at is leave that man alone. Cutting that dress tuxedo thing is the flyest thing I've seen all year. The flyest thing I saw in 2019. Google it. I know. I'm looking at it right now. Now I'm telling people out there to Google it. What do you think about that dress tuxedo thing? <laughs> it's not fly. It's not fly. It's fly. I don't think it's. I don't think it's fly. If you're gonna be a dude who want to wear a dress, that's how you come in. I don't think it's fly. Like I think <laughs> I don't think it's fly. It's Victorian. I do. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So here's how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not thinking about the emasculation of black men and all. I think that man wanted to wear that. Facts. Nobody made him wear that. Like that. Big, big I'm facts. looking at some of his other outfits. That man wanted to wear that. That man be fly. So more, more power to him. The, the, it, the, 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 the look of it, like the design of it and everything, is cool. I just would rather see it on a woman. Like I think that that's a woman's outfit. Oh, you think a tuxedo I, dress would be dope for a woman? Yeah, I think that would be dope. I think if I saw Rihanna in a tuxedo dress, maybe take off the take off the white like the white undershirt part, and she kind of like loose loose at the top, maybe you know, like just to give it a little femininity. Yeah, I think that would be the dopest shit. So if, that's what I how think. How about a, like Ellen DeGeneres, like a gay woman? You think a gay woman would play that? Oh, I think it would be even doper. You think that'd be doper I think it would than be a gay even man? doper. One hundred percent. So what you wanted that man to have a dress up top and some pants at the bottom? No, I've seen you stupid. No, I've seen that man with some other flamboyant stuff. That man got a little like matador outfit that he wore one night. That's on, on real cool to me. I think it's kind of fly. That man, nice. I think, I think that there's 
I think there's some outfits that I think that that man wears that I wouldn't wear, but they're dope if you're going that far left. Um, but not that dress. <laughs> Wait, I don't even understand it. Like that man probably had to purchase two seats at the uh, at the Oscars. How big that dress is? <laughs> two seats for no Oscars, huh? <laughs> oh, it's probably a good time though. Yeah, he looked. Can like- imagine the Oscars being a damn good time. He said, "What now?" I said I could imagine like the Oscars to be a damn good time. Like I'm pretty sure it'd be a good time. It's, so the turn up might be worth the two seats. The turn up has to be real, man. So look, let's get to our first story um, that we definitely want to talk about this week. Um, man, let's talk about Robert Kraft. The Patriots stay getting wins, stay getting wins, stay getting wins. When they get an L, let's all just kind of let's just all bring it in, right? Let's just all bring it in. Um. Patriots owner Robert Kraft has been charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution at a spa in Jupiter, Florida. He's 77 years old and one of 25 people who were charged in like this sting, this wide-ranging sting they were having across um, Florida at the Orchards of Asia Day Spa last month. So basically what happened is on um, January 19th and 20th, like he went to that thing twice um, to receive some sex acts and and he was caught on video inside the building. Like on the twentieth, that was the day that the um that that they screwed the Saints at the um against the Rams. That was all the same day. So he did it that morning oh, and then flew to Kansas. Screwed that day, huh? And right, <laughs> it was it was a day full of screwing. And he um he flew to Kansas it was City. DJ Screw's birthday. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, he, he they say he spent forty minutes at the spa on on the evening of the nineteenth. In 15 minutes on the um, evening of the 20th, the same day that they beat the whatever. The first day, he paid $200 to receive sex acts from two women. And then the second day, he paid more than $100 in cash um, for a sex acts with one woman the following morning. I guess if he was, if he was Jesse Smollett, he would have paid with a check, but he paid with cash. Um, they say it looks like he was a regular and all of that. And it's like a big investigation. The NFL is going to be on it. Everybody's going to get on his ass. Yada, yada, yada. My first question I'm going to ask you is this, man. Um, is it okay for an old-ass 77-year-old man to pay for some sex? Is it okay? No. So, no. It's not okay for anybody to pay for sex. Okay. Expand. Expound. Um, I'm not... To kind of, like, avoid going... Like, I'm an advocate for... Against... I'm not an advocate, but like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm preaching against, um, an opponent, you know, uh, sex slavery. So that's what you want stuff wanna, like that. Like, I, I don't, that's what you want to be. I don't, that's not, that's what you want to be. No, I'm just saying, I don't, it's not on my Instagram profile. Like it's not there. Like I don't, I don't, it's not something that I preach to. Um, that's just, that's just what I'm saying. So to avoid like being that guy that all of a sudden cares about the issues. Um, <laughs> God damn I don't, right. I don't think. <laughs> I just know I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I I'm not saying that I don't care, but um it's not like my main focus. Like I'm not out there marching with, you know, like on, you know, picketing to do that. No, I'm just I'm just saying I think it's wrong for I think one, I think something's if if let's say a woman isn't trafficked into doing that, then I think something's wrong with her. Uh and then I think two, if um somebody decides to spend money on that, then I you know, that's not the right thing to do. Oh. I think you need to Think twice so you think before, morally. You, before you do that. No, yeah, morally is obviously wrong. I don't know Robert Kraft's unless it's, life. Unless it's a little bit more single. noble. I think like Robert Kraft is single, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just throwing that out there. 
What's that? I think Robert Kraft is single. I don't know for a fact. But I've never seen Robert and Mrs. Kraft in any pictures. No, I think he I think he has a very young girlfriend though. I think I think Robert Kraft is one of them dudes, you know. Shut up. He got a young girlfriend, he's Fox. 77 and he got a billion dollars. He can do what the fuck he want and she know that too. Okay, and that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't understand why that man would be in like if that man has got a billion dollars, a very young girlfriend and why are you in them type of parlors doing that? Like Go hook up with your young girl. And then so frequently. Like, damn. Like, I'm actually proud of that man for being not on the cover of, the, you know, a three. Cialis He commercial. got three off in two off in 40 minutes and then another one off in 15. That's, that's very impressive. Man, hot. That's very impressive. Well, okay. So, Raj, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to say it like this. When I first heard about it, I was like, I wanted to hear more details. Then when I heard he was at a spa, it it kind of stri- strikes me as kind of the thing you're talking about. Obviously, no one likes the concept of sex trafficking. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was like, ah, that's why we need to build a wall because the people are being sex trafficked. Whatever. Whatever. That's that bullshit. But we get, the, we get the idea. The idea that someone is stolen and are lured into this country under false premises, made to have sex with someone that they don't want to, um, all behind the premise of a like... In, in some sex trafficking things, they have sex trafficking stings and rings and everything else going on. That's wrong. Don't patronize these spies for these women who might smile in your face, but really don't want to be there. It's wrong. And it's wrong to put a human through that. Absolutely. However, if we're talking about like any given Sunday, I don't remember if you, you said that was like one of your favorite football movies. When mm-hmm. Al Pacino was the coach of the the Sharks, and he was he was soliciting a prostitute, and he was smashing um Jesse from Saved by the Bell in that movie. What's wrong with a woman being like, look, I I I be stripping and I be doing X Y Z, and okay, Robert Kraft wants to give me two thousand dollars to smash. Okay, hell yeah. Like, what's wrong with somebody being like, I don't care, I'll smash Robert Kraft. And him being like, I got a billion dollars. I'm not hurting nobody. I just want, I, like, let me smash you. Like, if it was the escort route, I would have had way less issue with a rich old man paying an escort that he that's working for herself than a rich old man going to a place that could potentially be sex trafficking. I don't give a shit about, like, the moral stuff, that's not my, I can't, I can't speak for someone else's morals is my point. Because I think we do that as so Americans just, way too much. I think we try to say what's morally right with other people. So you just basically think that the law is wrong. Yeah, I definitely think. Like I, you think I, that, that prostitution is the oldest profession. I, I think that. I think that if somebody want to sell that pussy, fine. I feel like if somebody asked you the same thing, Raj, uh, somebody came up to you, some chick that was attractive, and was like, I'll give you $200 if you smash me. Now, I know, like... I'm saying just in a perfect scenario where you're not dating nobody, you know her, whatever the case may be, and like you might take that. Does that make you wrong? Does that make her wrong? I guess when you put it like that, no. So I, I I'm just talking about. So I know there's so many other seedy uh, like parts of the profession that make it like that you can't always tell if it's just on the up and up like that. But if it were, I mean, you know, he's got so much money that I feel like he could be in a situation that was a lot less. But maybe he was looking for the the excitement, the 
the thrill of the chase or running out somewhere. But I feel like Robert Kraft could have told somebody to go get him some something to bring something back to the room for him. I don't know, man. Apparently, in the news, that man, the the two women that he slept with weren't trafficked. Oh, they weren't? I don't think all... I th- Well, no, I think, of course, whenever celebrities get in trouble, like, they always try to find, like, you know, the... the like, it's... it's well, that's Trump on boy. Anyway. Sports Illustrated just put out something that said what the what, I'm, I'm sorry, not Sports Illustrated. Um, who was it? So it's like somebody said it's not about the it's not about the Robert Kraft. It's about like you know the things that go along with that profession or like everything that like comes mm-hmm. along with F- those facts. spas and everything facts. like that. Because it happens, you know, like those that, those things are real things. Like people do get trafficked and whatnot, yeah. and that's fucked up. Like I mean that's really fucked up. I actually heard I can't remember Molly, the girl on first take, like she like stopped both. Yeah, I saw Max that. I, didn't, I, I mean, but I it was still cool, know. but she, I just liked what she said. Don't like don't don't do that to her. Like for real no, she, had she a married Jalen Rose when she said supposed something to, like, supposed to be like, oh Molly, God Molly No, came but from? still I think I Molly don't Molly don't never Molly just always say one thing, two things. Like she don't never like go on a big old rant. No, I didn't, she went on a okay. rant and I like what she said. Can I tell you why? This is the so, only reason I didn't like it. I, the only reason I didn't like it is because I felt like that was contrived. I felt like ESPN said, You're the woman on the panel. You need to take this woman angle and like if Max would have said that, I would have I would have received it differently than if Molly said it. I felt like it was so well, much like I don't I felt I'm like not it was so much mean her just because she accepted to take that role. So you think she, if she, oh, if so she, you accepted, think she took that role then? No, I mean, even if she did, I'm not I'm not saying that she did. You're saying that she did. <laughs> but I'm saying if she did and she took that stand like that, she took that initiative, not initiative, but she took that role. Somebody gave her that role. Hey, we got we want you to take the women perspective and say say this exact thing on TV. I don't know that that happened, and you don't either. I but don't. if it happened, cool, she did it. I don't, but and what if the, like cool. the Kaepernick's go, things going on and then on NFL morning, they're like, Nate Burleson, since you're the black dude, you need to make this. Like, I, I feel like it's kind of like they, they take the one person and they're like, no, you need to say something about this. That's what it felt like to me when I saw, I saw the exact same thing you saw. Not to say anything she said didn't have merit, but what she was definitely talking about was sex trafficking. Absolutely. And I don't and I don't necessarily I mean, I guess reading some of the articles that I'm reading about Robert Kraft, maybe that wasn't exactly involved in this situation. Or maybe so, he has a billion dollars and he got his spin artists out there, too. So you never. Really and know. and if and I'll be honest with you, if there's a video out there, I'd like for that video to be released. I don't understand why they always say, well, there's a video out there. It's like I watched the Michael Cohen thing today. There's a video of. Trump beating his wife up. But I, I want to see it. I want to see that man going into the parlor and doing him you know, at 77. I'd like to see that, <laughs> to be honest. Well, you know, you said he got a girlfriend, but he is the owner of the Patriots, and the Patriots do be cheating. So it all makes sense if you like. It does make sense. Like A equals B equals C. I don't know. I just thought that that's an interesting thing. And and the fact that he's been hanging around, like the first thing we saw, the fact you've been hanging around Meek Mill, like – is there anything to the fact that when you're white and you start hanging around black people, you might get in trouble? I don't know. What I, I mean, what, what? <laughs> man, so you're saying if that man would have never had that free McMill shirt on, he would have been straight. He could have went to the to the parlor. You didn't see him last week at the Super Bowl. He was when he was dancing with Cardi B on the uh, or a couple weeks ago, like in one of the Super Bowl pre things. He was on stage with Cardi B dancing, like turned up, like doing a look. A little, a little young jock, a little, you know what I mean? Whatever. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, and um, let me not even say black people. When you're hanging around with rappers, 
<laughs> you start doing ignorant shit. <laughs> Meek probably told him where to go, cutting this different. Oh, man. Anyway, next story. Another person who got popped this week. The Aura. Aura um, Kelly. They finally came down on our man in, um, in, in, the, in the worst possible way. So basically what, it, what they're saying is that, um, let me see, I want to read some of this because it was, it was wild. He's um, basically charged with, they said this, this is 30 years in the making and he's facing 10 um, aggravated criminal sexual abuse of four victims, three of whom were over age and um, 10 counts, right? Um, they said the events are related to R. Kelly's charges span from 1998 to 2010. So some of these charges are over 20 years old. Three of the victims were between the ages of 13 and 16 at the time of the events. He's accused of jacking off on somebody, of um, in a forcible encounter. Um, they said that he had oral and inter in, in, in intercourse with three victims, all of whom were less than 17 and too young to legally consent. And um, he turned himself in. Then they bailed him out. Somebody bailed him out. For um, thirty thousand, I'm no, I'm sorry, a hundred thousand. I think he was a million dollar. He sat in jail for a couple of days, though. Um, it said that some lawyer said that he obtained a video showing Mr. Kelly having sex with a fourteen year old girl. He said that um, the girl kept saying on the video that she was fourteen. He was like, "Give me some of that fourteen year old pee and all kind of other stuff." Like he was not p as in p p as in p dot 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 dot, and. Um, yeah, anyway, so R. Kelly is finally, looks like he's going to get his comeuppance, and that's what happened last week. So, obviously, social media was was all um, in an uproar about that. Were you surprised that they finally came and got R. Kelly? Yes. Yes, I was. Hmm. Why? Why was I? Because I Why didn't know ask? Lifetime could do that to somebody <laughs> like that. I didn't know a, a documentary on Lifetime. Or docudrama, whatever, whatever it was. Docu-serious. I'm just thinking, <laughs> what just came to my mind, what I what just came to my mind was, what would you do what, like, if you're just sitting at home one day and all of a sudden you see a commercial about you, like a documentary <laughs> oh, about you fuck. coming on Lifetime? <laughs> would you just say, oh shit? And of course, I mean, I feel like I'd be straight, but I'm talking if I was R. Kelly. That man should have moved, That man should have moved to another fucking country two weeks ago. I don't understand why more people that's you know like kind of legal issues jail yeah jail is imminent why don't they just go somewhere else go to spain you know i'm sure it's got dope places in spain somewhere that's like no extradition seattle just spain. go and be like there's a houston anything in spain you know the you houston best friend week in spain <laughs> i'm pretty sure madrid is very close to like new york or Bar something you know I'm, barcelona so is more like houston <laughs> yeah, Barcelona is Houston. Barcelona, Barca Houston. Anyway, so uh, Barcelona, I heard, got a lot of bars. So uh, and everybody got a sell on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard they don't. The, them laws don't really let people have sales on, so they, they Barcelona. <laughs> Stop it, dog. Yeah, cutting. And if they, they say if you uh. If you don't have, if you don't get no whip, then they just get you a loner. Like everybody got them, um, <laughs> them loners. Oh. Like 
Okay. No, stop. Okay. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I really feel like yeah, maybe that man should have moved. I, I, but I do think it's crazy. Like I'm just, I'm really trying to put myself in that man's shoes of just coming in the fall, surviving R. Kelly, and you're like, what? Like what? Can you? Is that legal? Like can they do that? And then that, then you're in jail because of this documentary yeah. that came out that everybody knew. Yeah. We all knew. We all knew, we all saw the tape, like everybody saw it, like we knew what happened, but it took lifetime, a woman's network. It literally to took come a out. lifetime for that shit to come out. It took a lifetime for it to come out, and it also took a lifetime for, to bring light to it for that man to go to jail. Um, so I'm not surprised in that aspect, Raj, because I think it's a very, it's a very new 21st century phenomenon, right? Think about the fact that things like, um, like, like, um, I'm, I'm watching this series right now. Shout out now. And I want to tell people about this. I was going to say it later, but look to all my people out there, especially all my people who in all my, the listeners who are into like crime dramas and stuff. I've been like, ODing on this serial podcast. Maybe you've heard about it. Maybe you haven't. Um, it's the Adnan Saeed story. I don't know. Raj, have you heard about that? No. It's craziness, right? HBO is going to have like a, I think a four point documentary coming out on it this year. Um, basically this guy, he was in high school, uh, um, and he killed his, well, he went to jail for killing his girlfriend. He's been in jail since 1999. And it's like, they're looking for holes in the story, like that he might not have did it, but then it's like, he might've did it. And he's had a couple of different trials and it's, it's a bunch, right? It's a, it's a lot going on, but it's a real, it's a real, like, it's a real big thing. And HBO is going to do it. Why is HBO going to do it? Cause everybody's going to watch. And then after everybody watches, mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen? People are going to try to get him out of jail. Just like How to Make a Murderer. You remember? or make? Not, I'm sorry, is that what it's called? How to Make a Murderer? The one on Netflix? When the guy like went to the, to the house. Well, they charged him with killing somebody. And he didn't really kill him. And he got out of jail. Then he really killed somebody. Some years later, him and his... Supposed to be his nephew killed him. But the nephew was like retarded. And they got the nephew, they they brought him to jail. And then after the, sh- the shit came on Netflix, it was this big groundswell to get the nephew out of jail. Because everybody was like, the nephew had nothing to do with it after they watched that documentary. My point is just that mm. that's kind of where we are as a society, right? You show us something in the media that's like in your face, in what we watch TV. And then that moves people to do some shit. I think that's if crazy. the, what's his name? Who the, the Damn, I'm... I'm I'm losing it right now. Who's who's about to get Trump? Shit. I keep st- trying to say- Michael Man- Cohen. No, I will say Manford or somebody. But no, that's not Michael Cohen. He's about to- About to get Trump. His, I have no His clue. name is Mueller. No? Okay. The Mueller Report? You know, this is not a thing that you- Okay. No? Robert Mueller? No? Sure. Mueller Report. <laughs> He's the dude who's writing the Russia Report. Anyway, when that Russia Report came out, if that shit come out as like a four-point, four-part Netflix series- Trump gonna get impeached. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm making. You make that shit entertaining, people gonna believe it. Oh, you disagree? You right? No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I don't. I just don't understand why shit can't happen in like j- a law, like in court. You know, like whenever when it's supposed to happen. Like, why did that man have to? Basically, his trial was lifetime. Yeah. Like, like the jury was everybody that watched Surviving R. Kelly and made an opinion. Right. And I don't know. The outcry was the, the verdict. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's essentially what it was. And I think that that's crazy that that's what it came to. But, like, why couldn't it happen when it was supposed to happen? Like, that man could have probably already been out of jail by now. Like, y'all, damn, y'all, I didn't live all his life. I would have been out of jail by now. It would have still been 2019 no matter what. And he, you know he, what definitely, so he definitely took advantage of some girls that he wouldn't have in that time period. If they would have got him when they spoke. There, there you go. So there's the justice system failing again. Mm-hmm. You know what he did when he got out on bail? He went straight to like the they call it the rock and roll McDonald's in Chicago. It's like a supposed to be a famous one. Like, mm-hmm. like it's kind of equivalent to the um, Center Street McDonald's in New Iberia. You know, like the most important McDonald's, right? I would mm-hmm. I would argue, no, I don't think anyone would argue that that's the most important McDonald's in New Iberia. But um, he went to that same McDonald's where he used to pick up underage girls at. And, like, one of the things was, like, don't have any contact with underage girls. And he went straight to the place where he's alleged in the dockets to have met the underage girls to and then had sex with them. He went to that location. I mean, god damn, Mark Kelly. He really don't. I, I, that's the sign of somebody who really, like, I don't care. Y'all ain't going to get me. He's probably still in denial. I mean, that's that's the mark of something being wrong with somebody. I mean, if something is truly wrong. Like, I feel like if somebody... If something's wrong with somebody, then they, they you know, they're going to show you. Like, they're going to show you that something's wrong with him. He's not um, a good dude. You know what I mean? Like, I would never say, I, I don't know if I would ever say that. I don't know. Like, there's just too many, there's just too too much evidence for me to say, man, R. Kelly is a good dude, bro. Like, that's not, that's not true. Yeah, if he's doing all of these things, everything that he didn't did, all of the allegations. I actually just stumbled upon something. I didn't even know that man got in a fight in Lafayette at like Reds. Oh yeah, with the, with the, at in Red like Laurel's. He was at the, he was at the gym. That was big deal. And like they tried to take him to trial for that. That was a big deal in Lafayette. And then apparently like in that same, like it don't matter. Like the nigga fought with somebody I'm reading. And then like the same year had sexual relations with somebody that was 15 and he was 24. So it was like, this nigga just don't stop. Like, and how haven't we caught him yet? What is, what is it? Like, is it money? And you just keep on, it's money. Well, we're going to go to recess. It's a predator. We're going to just go to recess. It's a, and you know, what's funny. You weren't even on the R Kelly podcast. I don't think the one where we actually did. I think D Scott was on that. Um, with me and Los. the, that's kind of a, the point about it. Right. I think when you're such a serial predator, you find out how to do shit the right way. It's kind of like they had they used to have, they had a serial killer once who was only killing like um prostitutes in I mean I'm I'm sure a bunch of kill serial killers only kill prostitutes, but shit like that. Um people who nobody's going to miss. People who nobody's going to going to care for. R. Kelly was preying on young black girls and a lot of times in situations where their parents were so, like low socioeconomic status where Man, I'm going to give you $15,000. Shut up, family. Your daughter was going to do yeah. this anyway. Like, she's 17. Next year, she's going to be 18, and she's coming anyway. So, and if you don't let her come now, she's going to leave, and y'all never going to see her again. So, y'all going to take this. Matter of fact, you're going to take this 12000 or y'all not. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Now, now that I'm thinking about it and saying it out loud, it's making me mad. 8000 What y'all going to do? Y'all better hurry up. Six. You know what I mean? Like I, I think he's a predator and he knows who to prey on. Sorry, fucking yeah. Kelly. Nah, yeah, no, I think that that's, I think that's what it is. So I hate to see, I hate to see my man 
possibly the, the king of R&B because it's not, it's not your boy Jacquees. It's definitely Jacquees. I see him out here. It's well, not, we already decided uh, it's Drake, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, possibly the king of R&B at one point, at one point in time. Um, go down. But, man, I can't, I, can't, I can't get behind that, man. I can't hang with you no more. I can't do it. I can still listen to his music, though. Ain't nobody going to tell me that I can't listen to this is the it, it, to, it, remix to Ignition. Like, nobody's going to do that. Like, I, I'm listening to R. Kelly's music. I was so, saying that but, at Best Friend Weekend to turn that shit off, turn that rape music off. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. You did say that. You did But say guess what else? I, pre- guess I what else was happening at that moment? You were singing it and dancing. I was drunk as fuck, too. And I was singing it and dancing. I was standing on something, dancing and singing. <laughs> Singing it and dancing. <laughs> we 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 appeal to all crowds. Yeah. In in other words, yeah. it was- turn that shit off and up. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't turn that shit, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Um, they say, I saw the funniest meme I saw was like, imagine being the defending prison singing champ, and this nigga walk in, and it was. <laughs> but him and Jesse Smollett was at the same damn jail. That's funny. Like, if you see the picture... Is that true? No, it's the same little crack in the background. Like, if you look at the pictures, you'll see it. It's like the same little crack in the wall that they take the mug shots on. That you can tell that's like... I mean, a jail just would be... A jail would be prone to have a crack. Well, think about it. It's something that Well, it's both in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, if they take me to jail in Houston, they're probably going to take me to, like, downtown. So, yeah, it'd probably be the same jail. Damn, uh, Los and and uh, Aldo was at the same jail. That's crazy. <laughs> Why I gotta go to jail, bro? <laughs> you just you don't want that. You don't want that brought up uh, going to jail. I I'm, I take it back. Hey, um, so let me ask you this real quick, Soldier Boy. You think he ruined his little comeback with his little um, with his little recent stunt? What you think about that? I don't think I don't think Soldier Boy has a place in rap anymore. When he said me and Black think, China think- could never work. She like niggas like Tiger. I fuck your baby mama and play Fortnite with your son. You think that messed up whatever little buzz he had going? No, because I don't think he really... I think he had like a little, you know, a flash in the pan buzz kind of thing going on where people was kind of feeling what he was saying on, on The Breakfast Club or wherever it was at. Um, but, nah, I don't think I don't think he had a real shot at like resurgence at all. I think his best shot would be to be a, a, a recurring guest on Wildin' Out. That's his best shot. Got a recurring guest on Wallet Out. That's what I think his best shot was. I think he could have been. He's not going to make another album that's going to be worthwhile. Yeah, I don't know if he got an. I don't know. He made like beats for a while, right? That was worthwhile? Sure. I think he can still do that. So, I don't know. I, I, it's a weird situation because. Do you know how murder on a beach, so it's not nice? Do you know how he looked? No. So yeah, I'm just saying like that man could be a nice beat maker. Mm-hmm. I don't know how none of them boys, ear drummers, I don't know how none of them them beat makers look. They always stay kind of in the background. And sure, yeah, he can have a background role. I think he can still have a background role. Especially if his beats are that good. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just a lot because like he I feel like he went from everybody forgot about Soldier Boy to him hopping on the Breakfast Club and it's like, oh okay, Soldier Boy, he's making some good points. To like, oh, Soldier Boy is making memes, Soldier Boy is funny. Then I saw like two weeks ago he dating Black China. I was like, okay, so he's really back in like the whole like 
social media people, Hollywood circle, you know? It felt like he was back in that whole thing. And it's just, I felt like that just kind of, if they would have broke up and he wouldn't have said that, it wouldn't, I don't know, it's just tacky. It's a tacky thing to say. It's a very tacky thing to say. Very. Very, very. But, but I, I think that's soldier. That's, that's, that's who, that man, one egg short of an omelet. He, like he, that's what he is. And he, he has, you know, he got good points. Like I think he has a moment. Of, I remember a long wasn't time the ago first when thing he said somebody, just, it was where? ice. And I remember Ice T came at his neck a couple of years ago talking about how rap wasn't rap no more. And he was like, bro, like you really coming at me whenever I'm like a young kid out the hood and I got a deal, like I got a, I got a, a hit, you know? And like, so that man know what he's talking about, but he's still crazy as fuck. Yeah. You know, like he, he, he's just a crazy person. I don't, I expect him to say shit like that. Yeah. When he said, what he said, the other thing was like, I was just hitting Black China because I wanted to know what the, what the P felt like. Um, and... That was the other part of the tackiness. And I just like, Black China really get all the dudes, though. Like, she always be fucking with the dudes. So I guess maybe all them dudes just be wanting to feel, see what it feel like. Bro, I don't understand. Speaking on speaking on that, speaking on getting all the dudes, they got this chick, apparently, that's in some sort of controversy with Tristan Thompson right now. I don't, you know who I'm talking about? I've heard about? about it. She, like, the black girl, something Andrews or something, I think. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know what her name is. But then she, apparently she slept with James Harden as well. Like, bro, they got so many bad girls out there. Like, why? How can James Harden and Tristan Thompson sleep with the same girl? Well, like, why? Well, is, did, like, hold who, up, hold up. Shut up. Didn't they both smash Khloe Kardashian? Wasn't that both they old lady? I mean, okay. But, you're, but yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that didn't they do that? Are, they got a bunch of common kills. We used to call those so them common boys are kills. Eskimo brothers. Common. Yeah, the boys Eskimo brothers. Eskimo brothers. Common kills all day. So then, then there's something to that story. I don't believe in coincidence like that. I, them boys. You want to know what I think it. about that? Because I, I have a theory on this. I've been had a theory on this. I didn't think the podcast was going to go here, but I've had a theory on this for years. I think certain men, the pheromones, the ambiance, the aura, the vibe, attract the same women. I just think it's 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 just a thing. Like you can't put it's not quantifiable, but I think that dudes end up sleeping with the same girls because the same girls like the same type of guys. It's something about that guy that's kind of the same. I would be willing to bet Tristan Thompson and James Harden, it might not have anything to do with how they look, how they smell, how they present themselves, but it's something about them that the same type of women are like attracted to that. Uh, and that's fine. I'm, I guess I wasn't. I'm. I'm not harping on Black China being attracted to them boys. I'm. I'm harping <laughs> on the fact that why is James Harden and Tristan Thompson attracted to Black China or whoever to this to this chick when them boys nice like them boys both tall. They got the. They got you know. They both brown. Celebrity circles. You know what I'm saying? Shout out brown skin. This podcast is brought they to you brown. by brown. And those who are down they, with the they brown. They both hoop. <laughs> they both hoop. Like yeah. and they both dress cool, and they rich. I don't understand why. Like, what's what? How did we end up with the same girl? Like that shouldn't happen. And we play for two different teams, f- way far away from each other. Because those girls are attracted to them, and they and they nice looking dudes, man. What what part are you missing? It. I don't understand. Then why they, they got a lot of time to be out there trying to meet? Like, okay, so the the girl so, that we talking about is like, wasn't that like one of their friends? Like. One of the Kardashians or the Jenner's friends, I think it has something to do with they're in that circle. 
Like they're messing, you mess with people who are in your circle, who are on your level. All these regular chicks you're talking about might not even could get around James Harden or Tristan Thompson because how you even gonna get into this exclusive nightclub or this after because you look nice? Okay, fine. That's the first step. You're in. Now that you're in there, why James Harden or Tristan Thompson wanna holler at you? Because you I cool, you're being thirsty. Back up. I don't know you. Like, but oh, you cool with Kylie? Okay, come on, party with us. What's your name? Oh, she good. I think it has something to do with that the, that mixed circle. No. So here's what it is. I figured it out. I'm glad you always bring you always bring me to the light, and I and I appreciate it. And boys, appreciate the easy route. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. I mean, I said that. I said that so many trying. different ways. <laughs> Raj, I said that so many different ways. <laughs> no, I mean, but it's cool. Like I get it. I didn't get it at first. I get it now. I just, I just kind of held. I guess I was holding them up to a higher standard, thinking, "Oh well, them dudes could pretty much just point at something and okay, that's me." But that takes effort. It takes a lot so, of effort. I know. Oh, damn! Oh, look, that's Jordan Woods. That's her name is Jordan Woods. That's Jordan Woods right there. That's the one she was with Tristan Thompson. Well, I know if that man's man, I know I can. <laughs> so like, that's pretty much what it is. Why it ain't? Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I just. I just, I just. The boys gotta go. I just feel the like boys my, gotta. My NBA listen, journey, right? My NBA journey would be a lot different. Right. Than that. If we was in that NBA, think about the things that me and you, the type of people we are, that we would have to do on a daily basis. We'd have to get up at whatever time that is. We'd have to get up, brush your teeth, wash your face, do all of that, right? Try on mm-hmm. clothes, fits in the closet for no, no. Before we even do that, fuck that. We throw on some stuff because we gotta go to the gym and work out, and then we gotta get up shots. Then we got to come back to the house, and let's say it's not a game day. We got to be in the closet for a while trying to figure out what we're going to wear. Like, a, really? out of Is that all what of, you think? And then, uh, if, the, if, we gotta, if we don't have a stylist, we might have a stylist. But No, I don't have a stylist. But then, I can be my own stylist. You know me. Then we got to go out and buy more clothes, shop, be trying on stuff, doing stuff. You know what I mean? Figuring out where we're going that night. Oh, maybe our friends will know where we're going that night. Then we got to get there. We got to get this section. We know what... You know, we got stuff to do the next day. It's a lot going on in our mind. You don't really have a lot of time for all of that. That old meeting people. Whoa, what's happening? I'm James. But you already know that. Let's take time, man. Hey, how you doing? I'm James Harden. <laughs> oh, you don't know me? Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to holler at you later. Hey, I'm James Harden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And how you doing? Well, you know. Let's, what's up? I I I guess Hold I feel why like you talking road, you missed something why like... you missed something why you was why you was meeting that thing what what just happened say say bro whoa James whoa I'm um Richard you know Richard from from Compton he went to high school I'm his cousin but I'll, I'll, I'll be, we'll be in our section I don't he gonna like be he gonna be reaching into section. your section trying to dap <laughs> okay well I never seen that happen before but cool. That's actually Dre hype cousin. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do like most of them. That's boys actually Dre hype cousin, DMs. man. That man had um, James. He say Harden might be coming um, when we go to LA. Oh, nice. <laughs> when we was in Vegas one time, I hopped in the section with Harden. That's a real thing. <laughs> I remember you told me that. that's a lot. Uh, yeah, man. It was like, come I on. I heard you got in because they thought that that was James Harden <laughs> hopping into his own section. I don't know what they thought, but they let me in the section. And I was standing there hype, and then Harden left, <laughs> like right after. And then you became James. I Harden. was absolutely James Harden. It was a puffy party that actually happened in real life. Um, 
I want to give you a little throwback dudes that I'm just so excited about. So I don't, I mean, I like Solange Cranes in the sky. I'm a big fan, whatever. So Solange is announcing a new personalized Black Planet page via Twitter. And I guess a new album may be coming soon. Her Black Planet page has a black background with sultry photo, photos, one which showcases her upside down and a split at the top of a pole, silent videos and phrases. Also posted on her page is the dates to festivals she'll be performing at. Her first stop is May 30th at the Heartland um, Festival in Denmark, and she will end with a grand finale in the UK. She also posted a message on her Black Planet page to have patience because the site is making upgrades. People think that Solange is now the new owner of Black Planet. Black Planet. Rides. let me ask you a question. Because the answer might be no. Did you ever have a Black Planet page? Yeah. I'm so happy you had one. I've never maintained it, though. I only got on. It was unrealistic. Tim, when Gramstar got the name Gramstar, and this is a, this is a true story, he came to visit when I was a senior in college. So, I mean, he was a senior in high school. Came to visit um, for like a a week in New Orleans, and he was at Xavier. And I used to, and I was taking him to class with me. He hopped in the whip. I had like this um, graphic design class, and I'm in there. And he's sitting in the corner, and the teacher was like 24. She's like, I don't care. Do what you want. And he got on the computer, and I said, make you a Black Planet page. And he didn't know what he wanted to be called. And I was like, you're going to Grambling next year. Gramstar. That quick. And that was his mm. Black Planet page name, Gramstar. <laughs> it wasn't a great, yeah, Gramstar. There you go. It's a great, great story. Oh, I, I think I knew that story. Like, it came back to me whenever you were telling me. But I always thought it was Instagram store, <laughs> which is funny. because that's where it that's where it resurfaced. At, yeah, you know, like it wasn't like he was Gram store on Facebook, Gram store on Instagram. You right? So I figured it was Instagram. But um, he should have put a B in it. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I didn't. I had one, but I never maintained it. I just got one just to see, and it felt very chat room esque. Chat room esque. Like it felt like oh, I'm, who am AIM. I? Am? But what am I? What I have this for? Yeah, like it didn't fit. It didn't fit my uh, what I was looking for. Well, we had College Club too in Black Planet, but Black Planet was really good though. It's like you could meet people. We was meeting people all. We'd search like at other colleges, and then we'd see girls, and we'd send them a message. I don't remember if you can send them a message. I don't remember how the the algorithm went. I don't remember how the page went. But I thought you could send them a pe- message because I know I met girls on Black Planet. That's a thing. Um, that's cool. Oh, I, I I never have. Over over the years, I went back Google times to see if I could find my page, but it's like it always kind of like X's out the old pictures. And I knew my Black Planet name because I said it in a in a in that We Hate Allen song. If y'all ever listening to it, I was like, I want to see him hit him up on Black Planet exposure three three seven. I remember, I, so I was able to always go back and look. Um, I just want if Solange is starting this page again, start by revitalizing everyone's old pages. I want everybody's shit rehashed, where everybody could look at all their old shit that they was doing in 2002. I would love that. And then just start that from there. That is pretty cool. I, you used, so you used to post pictures, now I'm not going to say frequently, but time to time, from time to time, you'd post pictures so let me tell you, on, on Black Let me Man. tell you how, cool, how, how long ago it was. No. You couldn't post pictures. <laughs> they didn't allow that. Like, you could post one picture at the top, I think. What we did was we knew how to um, alter the HTML code where we would save a photo in like 
Yahoo photos or somewhere else online. And then we would link it like href open brackets equals exclamation point center equals. And then you would put, you know, Allen in class dot JPEG close quotes, like all of that. But it wasn't like a, a like a big secret. Everybody knew how to do that. Because mm-hmm. like once somebody on college knew how to do it, everybody knew how to do it. So then you would just go look at somebody else's page and you would look at their source code and you would just copy paste their source code into yours and change what the photo was. So like you would be in a computer lab doing that. That's a real thing. That's not a everybody had pictures on their page, Buku pictures. But I'm assuming the place we had our pictures saved might have like stopped saving them after some time. Ran out of space. Probably so. I don't know. But I just want you to laugh at this because when I think Black Planet, you know who the most popular Black Planet page was? <laughs> it was a guy called know. Kevin Baller33. No, that was his a- that was his AIM, I'm sorry. I don't remember what his Black Planet name was. Shit. I can't I can't. But he basically describes himself um as my name is Kevin. I'm on this joint chilling, looking for youngins to chill with or just be friends. So if you're feeling me, Get at your boy. My AIM, Kevin Baller33. Yeah, that's me getting my dunk on and shit at the bottom. And you see the shirt? Texas Longhorns, baby. Get at your boy. I'm 6'10", 205, brown skin, brown eyes, very athletic, and looking for a youngin' to chill with. Oh, yeah. All my haters, thanks for doing you and helping me out. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know... Definitely Kevin Durant, and you have to look at it because the easy money sniper. Oh yeah, personal info. Member since October twelfth, two thousand four. He lied. He said his age was twenty nine. That boy was trying to get snatch. Um, from Capitol Heights, Maryland, single. But he in high school. But he twenty nine. That sounds stupid. Astrological sign Libra. Goodness, funny man. <laughs> that is a very hilarious, and it just only more so confirms that that man is a whole clown. <laughs> what part of Kevin Durant's like Obama had a page too? But what part of Kevin Durant's oh Black Planet makes him a whole clown? The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's me dunking on the bottom of the page. Like, okay. Okay. Get my dunk on and shit at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, if you was a girl, let's say if you was a girl, like, would you be like, oh, that nigga could dunk? Like, is that what you would say to yourself? Oh, girl. He, but Andy could dunk. Oh, he, well, he's 6'10, but he 205. He damn sure wasn't 205. He was lying. That, bitch, that nigga was probably 164 for one. But but hold on one second. Hold on one second. 6'10, 205 is still scaroni. <laughs> You're right. That's very, very scrawny. Six foot ten, two oh five. Yeah. I'm five foot I mean, I'm not I don't think that I'm scrawny, but I think I'm skinny. I'm five foot nine, a hundred sixty pounds. You add another I don't even know, you know the math. What's what's the math? What, what's the difference between five nine and 13, six ten? Thirteen inches. Foot? Right? That's a f- You're adding another fifteen inches? So that's like you add a layman on the top of your head, Clayton. Pause. So that's another foot in 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 whatever. A foot and another an inch. fifteen inches. Think about it. Five nine and to six nine is one foot plus an inch. That's it. So then it's thirteen inches. That's layman. So a thir- so thirteen inches taller, but just forty pounds heavier. <laughs> Come on, bro. 
That's funny when you try to like when you try to like shade it a little bit, but uh, but it's still it's still strong. <laughs> still strong. So I, I, I think if I was, I think I'd be like, oh, girl, he could dunk, but he's six foot ten. That's okay. That's a little tall, but he only two oh five. He's just ah. looking for youngins to hang with, though, my G. And he's very yeah, athletic. He didn't lie. No, yeah, he is very athletic. I'm just saying, man. They um they said that like something. Like it shut down. What well, didn't shut down? But um, they said as of 2007, it had 15.8 million registered users. But mm-hmm. I wasn't on Black Planet in 2007. I think I when I first moved to Houston in 05, I didn't know nobody out here like that. So I got on Black Planet, and I remember I met a little thing on Black Planet. But that might have been the last time I ever was on Black Planet, like 05. And I might have upkept it for like rap shit, but yeah, nah, not because my MySpace came around then. It was like nah, I want to be on MySpace. That's a better right. algorithm for the same type of thing. Um, You're right. Which sucks for Black Planet, but it is what it is. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, Black Planet only um, is on. You know, it's only really it's got Black Planet in it. It's not like it's you, you know multicultural planet. Like it's you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was. It, it's like Black People Meet. When you name something Black yeah. something. Or formersonly.com. Oh, Christian Mingle. Or J-Date. <laughs> right? Like these things you... you Or Grinder. <laughs> pause. Whole pause at you. Or wholeclown.com. Okay, no. We need, to, we, need to, we need to do something with that. We need to do something. You do this. That guy's a whole clown. Something, man. Uh, grinders for people who straight or they people for, uh, for people that's gay? Now cue up their music for nothing nice to say. <laughs> you know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? Alright, so I grew up in an environment where um sorry to say this, gay people is funny to us. But also in an environment where we never felt threatened by them. That this might sound like gay bashing, but I think that a man in drag is a funny sight to see. I think that a six-footer with a full beard speaking in a feminine voice will make me chuckle every time. I even think that it's not what amusing to see a chick with a tuxedo on standing as a groom when she's supposed to marry another chick, even if she got the tuxedo top with the dress bottom. I honestly feel like gay people are free to do whatever they want and in their personal lives, and it don't affect me at all. But if you listen to this podcast, you know that I find a lot of what they do to be funny. I could legit watch YouTube video of boys twisting and making funny moves and talking in high-pitched voices all day and laugh. Matter of fact, the funniest video on the internet to me is the Very Freaky Boys video. Please look that up. T.T., I'm a hoe. Everybody knows. I probably done messed around and fucked your man before. He mad, fat bitch. You are not a threat. You run up in my face and your ass will get checked. I got cake. He got I got body, we got body. If your pussy was a class, you'll be tardy. You'll be tardy. Cause you're late. I might as well say it. I'm not the type of bitch that will sit around and pay it. If you wanna fuck, you gotta send a pick first. Cause I'm the type of bitch that needs to see a dick first. I say all that to preface what I'm about to say about straight people acting gay. I don't know how you feel about that, but since we were kids, boys acted gay. I'll say gay things around other boys as jokes. I can't count how many times somebody threatened to goose another boy or clown about circle jerking or tell him that his jeans too tight and I might want to smash him if he don't put on some loose ones. <laughs> we grew up like that. 
It's funny to us. And it persists to this day. We still uh, make off-the-cuff comments and laugh at each other. And I'm sure we aren't the only friends who do this. That's why when I hear famous people make gay comments, I actually understand and usually are 100% in on the joke. For instance, Odell Beckham Jr. At some point, you got to believe that he just be trolling us. When he was faking like he was doming Justin Bieber or Trey Songz or whoever and coming up out the water with the guy in the pool. I sincerely believe he was clowning and his homeboys laughing and that's what we do. We laugh at gay homosexual behavior by heterosexuals. It's probably in poor taste, but it's almost like it's ingrained in the culture. And that brings me to a quote I saw the other day. Now, honestly, the first thing I did was Google it and I know it's fake news. I know it's not a real thing. But I still think it's super funny. It was a meme I saw attributed to Marcus Smart of the Celtics. And it said, there's thick-ass niggas everywhere. I love when I play a nigga with some cake and he try to post me up. It gets me hard just thinking about it. <laughs> there's no way that could be true. If it was and he said it, I'd still be laughing my fucking ass off. Because why not? I love when straight people say gay stuff. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about politically correct people who think it's wrong to make super gay comments from time to time. So I won't say nothing at all. I, I t- until there's nothing nice to say, I thought that that was always a real meme. Like, I thought that was, I thought that that was real. It was on ble- it had Bleacher Report. I thought it, had it was Bleacher real Report, too, the B slash R on I it. Looked, I looked really closely. And I was like, there was too much white space between where it said B slash R in the the, the, the um, article. So I was like, why would they leave that white space? And then I Googled it and I found the article and he didn't say anything like that in the article. So it, it can't be true. It can't be true. But that's funny. Somebody did. So, like, there's, there's a lot of people out there, including me, well, not me anymore, that think that that's for real, for real. <laughs> Like, I don't think Marcus I, Smart wanted the boys on him. I actually told somebody at the gym today, y'all heard about Marcus Smart? And he was like, what? And I showed it to him. And he was like, oh, that boy, gay as fuck. So that's everybody at the gym thinks it's true. I'm spreading fake Damn. news. I would be hate to be the person they, they pick. Like, if it was, like, Dwight Howard, we wouldn't have believed it. Because it would have been too much. Right? Like, it just was some... <laughs> Yeah, it was just somebody that was like, who really cares about Marcus Smart? But he's like a little bit relevant, you know, like a little bit. Absolutely. They picked the perfect person. I mean, they could have picked like Kyle Kuzma. It would have worked the same way for Andrew Wiggins. It would have worked the same way for any one of them boys cutting just like a third tier somebody cutting. I think he got. I think Marcus Smart was actually the perfect. The perfect. Yeah, he might have been perfect. He might have been absolutely. Because I, I can't do Wiggins was Wiggins. No, it can't be the number one overall pick in the okay. draft. Like it can't be Wiggins. It had to be Marcus Smart, and then you know, like I don't know, like you, you'd have to name a slew of people <laughs> before we got to another to one. Un, for, 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 yeah, it, yeah, it, it can't just be just anybody. You gotta have a certain type of look. You gotta be a two guard, a two guard with blonde hair. <laughs> You know, on on a on a successful team, you know what I'm saying? Like like that, it gotta be. It, it can't just be anybody. Got you. You right? Okay. You're not wrong when you're right. And if <laughs> so, could it be Jamal Murray? He don't have blonde hair. It can't be Jamal Murray. No. <laughs> it can't be Jamal Murray. It gotta be somebody that's like a like an enforcer. 
You know, like somebody that's like because that's part of the comment you know, about I like when somebody back me down. You right, right, right. It can't just be oh yeah, I like when a nigga look me in the eye when I'm checking him because <laughs> you know, like it can't be nothing like that. Like it gotta be some hard, hardcore porn gayness. Like that's what it gotta be. Somebody who <laughs> like to play D cutting. Somebody who exactly. somebody who boisterous and like to play D and like cutting. I don't care. Like if it, you know who. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you somebody Bruce, a little bit more. Could prolific. Bruce, I don't could think Bruce Bowen have said that back in the day when he was in the league? No, it couldn't. It could not. Nah, that man, that man was all man. Like that man, was, like Marcus Smart looked like a little, you know, he little child. It wasn't Bruce Bowen or Tony Allen. Like Tony Allen, Tony shoot Allen, you, you know, like, wasn't no nobody shit like, like that. that. But I mean, Tony Allen got some young buck in him. But continue. It, it, I was. I had somebody. I had somebody that it could. You know, it could be if it was like some quiet gay shit. Like if it was like some. <laughs> Just quiet, and and he's very a high profile player. It could be some Kawhi Leonard. I think it could be like, you know, but Kawhi Leonard would never say quiet. anything though. Well, it could be that little gay laugh he got or something like that. Then <laughs> how you said it went? It's the the um. Uh, 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 I don't remember how exactly I, I did. It. I told you you did it like um like beautiful when it's like. <laughs> oh shit no nah, I, I don't know it might not have been Kawhi but it's funny though that's a funny comment like let's just say he's straight and he said that just in a meeting cause now I wonder how many you see you know what who burns my boot at and who I don't have nothing nice to say really it's not the people who think it's all politically correct and it'll be like hey man you shouldn't say that because that's demeaning gay people who the people I really have a problem with is like whoever his teammates would be who would say oh man that nigga gay cause don't say no shit like that don't play like that Marcus, if if he said that, you feel what I'm saying, Raj? Yeah. Like if that man was actually said, "Cause I like when a nigga with some cake bag man on," you know what I'm saying? I, I, my dick just getting hard. Thank you, bud. That man, and he clearly clowning, and then you come at him like, "Oh man, get that gay shit out of here." I hate them people, cutting. I hate them people, cutting. Let them boys talk gay, cutting. Let Marcus Smart. Let them boys do them. <laughs> that man, let that man do him, even if he ain't. But even if he is, let that man do him, God. That's all I'm saying. Hey, man, look, we back, we we up on it, man. Best friend weekend phase three. Tentatively put you put put your schedules together for May twenty seventh, twenty sixth, twenty seventh through 20, Memorial Day weekend. Put your uh, put your tentative ear, you know, your antennas out there, your feelers out there. You are gonna have that Monday off at most occupations. Maybe some you won't. Um, Just to let you know that May 27th is that Monday. So, May 24th to 27th. Um, right. So, yeah, that's... Okay. So, I was thinking BFWW um, Phase 3, three-day weekend because Memorial Day. You know what I mean? Uh, we still we still doing some um, running around and talking to people to see which city we're going to narrow it down to. We got a couple out there. So if y'all got any suggestions, hit us up, inboxes. Let us know when you want, where you want the next Best Friend Weekend weekend to possibly be. We'll tell you some some thoughts that we have. And um, within the next, let's just say the next couple of weeks, we'll have it um, cleared away. We want to at least give y'all about, about two months to look into plane tickets and things of that nature. So just be on the lookout for that. We got some cool things coming for the podcast and always some cool things coming just in general for how we get down. So y'all rock with us. Keep rocking with us. We enjoy it. And uh, Rod, you got something to say before we get out of here? Fuck the pool. No, I, no, I'm just 
That's, I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have nothing nice to say, so I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> I'll let y'all next week.